This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to another great edition of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. And with me is Michelle Renee. Michelle's been with us before. Her expertise, she is a guru in website land, and that we've been working with so many authors uh, with the development literally coming out of the ground of their websites. A few have had makeovers, but really brand spanking new ones. And I just thought it's time to come back because some recurring questions were popping up. Michelle is the owner of Streamline Business Solutions. Her company provides authors with professional web design at a fraction, hear me clearly, a fraction of the cost compared to most web developers. She was nominated as one of the successful businesses in 218 by the Colorado Enterprise Fund, and she saved authors thousands of dollars by providing them with the professional website they need to get their books into the hands of their fans. To know about her, let me give you her website. It's streamlineyourbiz.net. And with that, Michelle, welcome back to Author You. Oh, thank you, Judith. I'm happy to be back. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. So we're gonna we're gonna just kind of jump into this um, that because I know that you had provided me with really kind of a nifty list. So I think that what we should do is turn it into a blog for our website. What do you think of that? I love it. All right, I love I love repurposing. It's part of my mo. All right, so I think that what we need to say is I'm gonna say it. You can just reaffirm it. Every author needs a website. And it is your internet business card. And there are just key components. And what we're going to talk about today is a lot of those key components to bring it in. Um, so it really works to your benefit. And it, it allows you to put not only your best words forward, but your, your best ideas forward, your visible ideas forward, and how people can really stay connected and you can connect back with them. So, Michelle, let's kind of just jump in. Um, let me let me ask you, what's changed in websites? I know this is not on your list, but I just what's changed in websites uh, since you well, really started the development? Oh my gosh, I've been doing this almost twenty years, so a lot. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Years ago, it was all about flash and all the bells and whistles and, oh, look at my fancy website. And that's gone. Uh, people have seen it all. Uh, so what's really changed is the less is more approach, which is what I really focus on with my clients is I say, let's keep this simple. People don't spend a lot of time. So I would say the most major change is not uh, not having a lot of bell, bells and whistles on the website. 
So it's um, it's 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 not quite minimalist, but it is some may maybe less is more. Oh yeah, but minimalist trends are huge right now. Matter of fact, I read an article that that is the big trend for 2019 is minimalism. So. Mm, so what if you have a whole bunch of stuff you need on your website? Are we talking about having it buried under certain things so they see less is more when they go on the homepage? Well, that's, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I'll have authors come to me with a lot of content, and it, it, we find that all of that is not necessary to because what, what they're trying to do is sell their book, and they're trying to communicate with their fans. Um, and so what I find is they're missing the goal when they bring too much content or too much information. And so I help them with that. I say, all right, you've got a lot of information here, but we're not really achieving your end goal. So I help them understand that by stripping away some of that content and making it really just get right down to the nuts and bolts. What do you want your fans to know about you and your book? Mm -hmm. Well, but they may have more than just a book. They may have other services tied into that website, correct? Correct. So, um, for instance, if they do speaking engagements and things like that, well, that's my job. My job is to take all of that and simplify it. So mm -hmm. that's where I come in. That's where the expert comes in, the expert web developer, mm -hmm. because the author doesn't know how to organize that information. That's what I can do for them. And I just keep it clean. I make it, that makes it navigation intuitive and the prominent things prominent and the less prominent things still find, they can still find them, but they don't necessarily need to be front and center. And that's what I help with. And so, I mean, and I will tell everyone, Michelle has designed the new website that we will be launching. Well, that is launched by the time you all hear this. It's, it is up and running. Um, and I would encourage all of you to go take a peek at it. It's called, it's for the Colorado Authors Hall of Fame. Um, and the website is CO for Colorado, cogreatauthors.org. And I would love to have you all go on it, like it, and find out what's going on here in Colorado as we are celebrating fantastic authors and their words. So, little plug for you there, Michelle. Yeah, and for you, this is great. And that's a great example. And you know firsthand how I helped you with that. And we tried to keep it clean and still get that communication across. Uh, yeah, and it, and it is. It's very clean on that and just and and uh, that just you know there's there's not uh, there's not 14 tabs which i have seen sometimes on some websites michelle um there's just a you know there's there's not many and then each underneath them there's specific things that go to it but i love the colors i love the way i was able to work directly with michelle and say hmm how about if we move this down? How, do, how about if we bring this up? What about if we morph these colors and write, you know, write visually online, I can see what she's doing. Um, and I mean, it just, um, it makes me happy when things can come together so quickly and we can find the right things. And it's, we've been able to do it with all our authors, right, Michelle? Oh, absolutely. And I'm not afraid to tell you when I disagree. <laughs> because ultimately, my job is to make sure you look good. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I think that that's critical. Well, Michelle, um, when you have someone brand spanking new coming to you, and let's say they're a newbie, they're green, 
they they really haven't had a website. And I come across a lot of these authors. They just haven't done, they, they don't even understand the concept of branding, which is what a website should be part of, correct? Oh, absolutely. Right. So th they're not even there. So um, that's a, a, one of my common mistakes. You need to know who you are and who you're writing for and who you want to reach for. But uh, do you have some kind of things that you wish that they had done maybe in pre-work before they picked up the phone and talked to you? Well, a lot of times I'll have an author come to me and they've already prepared everything for their website. They, and um, it would be better if they worked with me first because one of my specialties is to keep that process simple for them. Um, I can help them. I can tell them the specific things they need to be focused on first. And so it's not necessary to have everything put together when they come to me. And so I feel like they, they may have, you know, maybe wasted some time that an expert such as myself can help them, you know, save some time and say, okay, focus on this. This is what I need from you first. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what I, this is what I need from you first. Um, so there's maybe some homework we can get into uh, that they can put, do some homework. So the first real big step is that I'm hearing from you is a really good design for the 2019 era is that you want it really clean and simple. Oh, absolutely. I've been doing that, actually. I think I was ahead of the game on that one. I've been doing that for several years. Uh, maybe because I'm kind of like impatient, but a lot of website users are, and they're always like, what's in it for me? Why am I on this website? Mm -hmm. Well, what are some of the things that a website needs? For example, um, you know I talk about uh, having an opt-in piece um, that, that I'm really tied in because I want people to start collecting names and emails of people who visit their websites. Do you have any thoughts about that as you've worked more and more in that area? Oh, my gosh, yes. Okay, so... Some of my pet peeves, you don't want to bury the important information and, you know, you've got calls to action on your website you want people to take. You don't want to make that hard to find. Uh, information like how to contact you, how to find you on social networking uh, places, um, how do I buy your book, how do I sign up to receive your news and your upcoming events. And, you know, speaking of that, having people sign up for that, you know, what is your lead magnet going to be in publishing? Some of the most commonly magnets are uh, offering some free content, usually chapters from your book or an ebook. Um, you and I are working together with a child's author. And, uh, you know, we've talked about offering downloadable coloring book pages. I mean, how fun is that? I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah, really fun. And, you know, another thing, you know, you know, again, I mentioned a moment ago, what's in it for them? You know, it's not about the author. This website isn't to feed the author's ego. This is about, the, you know, serving your fans. So maybe you provide some exclusive content on your website. I mean, that's going to increase your visitors, give them inside information, you know, fun stuff they might be willing to pay for, MP3s, uh, digital downloads, ebook versions, things like that. Right. So, you know, just we're in our go to our first break here. But what but I'm just hearing you say, as I said, clean and simple. What 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 kind of action do you want? And what is I love this phrase, Michelle, lead magnet. Um, what is the lead magnet? 
And I, I don't think authors think about what is a lead magnet. Number one, they don't know what it is. And how do I create one? So maybe when we come back, we can kiss that a little bit more before we go on to our next phase. Right? is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop sizzle and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience and your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand nick selinger of nz graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts with over 20 years of experience in graphic design he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. 
Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. With me is Michelle Renee, and she is the brains behind Streamlined Business Solutions. And what's great about Michelle is she really makes beautiful websites at, at a fraction of the cost of other developers I've worked with. And, and I'm telling you, when, when I'm talking fraction, I'm talking less than 50%. And they're high quality, they're together. They're, they're so contemporary, and I love referring people to her, which I have been doing a lot of lately. All right, so, Michelle, when we went, before we went to break, we were talking about kissing on. You mentioned that wonderful phrase that I love, lead magnet. And I'd love to have you come back to that a little bit, because we were talking about not bearing information and then having calls to action. So could you come back and just spend a little bit more time on that? Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, so basically, you know, you really want to collect email addresses so that you can build a list and let people know when you're going to be releasing a new book or you're going to be speaking at an event. You know, you want to build your audience. So to build your email list, you've got to have something enticing to give away. You know, what are you giving away in order? I mean, hey. I'm not going to give you my email for just anything. You know, a pop-up coming up on a page says, give me your email. I don't know about you, but I, I actually don't encourage pop-up captures for that because I find that most people just close them. So it's better to put them at the bottom or on your page, somewhere on your page, on every page. And then they're going to see it. Now, uh, some ideas. Would you like some ideas of some things you might be able to give away? Absolutely. Okay. So offhand, uh, you know, maybe obviously an an obvious one might be, hey, you know, you want to know when my next book is going to be released or where I'm going to be speaking. I can share that information, but that's not really a giveaway. So maybe you give away a little audio snippet or you give away the first chapter of your book um, as a download. Or what we said in the last segment of this talk was, coloring pages if it's a child's book i love that maybe you give away a checklist checklist um i don't know what kind of checklist but something affiliated with the kind of book that you're writing um things to think about if you want to become an author um mp3 you know downloads of the book maybe you you offer a coupon code for something like that um a list of questions related to the book's content that readers could maybe think about as they're reading the book. I'm sure, Judith, you've got some great ones. Oh, I, I am a big fan of checklists that you refer to and cheat sheets, cheat sheets. So for our business uh, authors listening in and not in anything in the nonfiction area, look, your book is a, a walking, walking checklist of things, of, of solutions. So that when, when I work with authors, Michelle, I I often want them to think about what's the problem, what's the causation, what's the effect of it, and what's the solution. 
you can create, you can take any one of your chapters in a book. This is now I'm talking nonfiction. Fiction is going to be a little bit different. You take any one of those chapters in the book and pull out what's the lead? What's the title? Okay, so 10 tips to blah, 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 blah. And um, I, I, I haven't come up with a formula, Michelle. I mean, as, as long as things are working, you might as well leave it up. I guess that's my attitude. Um, or make it, maybe you make it smaller and bring in another uh, variable uh, to offer later on uh, for individuals to sign up for that. But when you have that lead magnet or that opt-in, it you can really grow people. Mine is, you know, the essentials of publishing. There's eight essentials from how do you get your ISBN to your Library of Congress. But how do you write an acknowledgement page? How, what about those categories on Amazon? What do you select without going nutso? Those kind of things. That's that's my opt-in piece. Um, and it's and and people sign up. And they, we used to give them all at once, and it was actually was a 32-page PDF, and we broke it up, and we're giving, they get one each day. So that was our variable. And you know what that does, Michelle? It allows for a connection. Each day they're getting something with me, so we're already starting to build a relationship. That makes sense? Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. And you, did, you said exactly what I said. It has to be something of value. Yes, it has Why to be. Why would I give you my email address? Yes, yes, we, yes. And, and we let them know that they're going to be now on my preferred email list. So now they're going to get my blogs and they get my, I, I have two blogs a week and I have one uh, easy that goes out every week. Um, and then on my social media, we, you know, they all know I have a radio show and then we feed that out for people on our, on our social media channels. But I, I think that, um, you know, when I think of the website, I think if it's a bread and butter, it's it's really it's it's bread and butter, and that there are there are essentials uh, that you have, of, of which I said you got to have one. So get over it. And if you did it yourself, you made a mistake. I, I have never seen anyone who has done their own website that I have seen. I say, boy, would I like that for myself? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, you know, one of the things that I do when I'm um, working with an author and we're putting together their website and they're like, you know, understandably, they don't always know where to start with the, with the design. And I say, well, let's take a look at some other websites. Let's say, you know, are there any out there you really like? And you know what? It's really hard to find really good examples of websites out there. It, it's actually astonishing how many bad websites are out there. And mm -hmm. you know what I find is they, you know, someone will offer like a, a friend or a relative will say, oh, my gosh, I can build this for you. Let me do it. But here's the problem when they do that. Um, it's a one-time offer. They don't realize that there's maintenance. There's There could be years of support that's needed. And if someone's doing you a favor, you feel kind of bad to interrupt their regular schedule to say, hey, I need a change or an addition to the website. Uh, not a good thing to do. You definitely don't want to uh, harm your relationship with that friend or that relative if, if you, if, if it's, I say stay away from that if they can. Well, not only that, but what happens if the website's in trouble? What if there's problems on it? Your friend is not going to drop everything um, while they're at Disneyland or somebody <laughs> to deal with your website. You really, this is where you really need the professionals in play. I mean, I'm a strong believer Absolutely. in that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, you know, no. so my philosophy, the reason why I created my unique business approach to keep websites affordable was because I found too many business owners, authors, et cetera, were, were being quoted three to $5,000 for a website. And I'm like, why? It's not necessary. You, what you really need is someone to kind of guide you through the process, but you need it to look professional, but that shouldn't cost three to $5,000 for the kind of websites we're talking about here. Well, and for today, um, and, and, and that's why we have you on the show as our primary website person. So there we go. All right, now, with this, let's, let's talk about some, um, uh, the, the purposes capturing email. So I'm just going to suggest to all of you, if you're just starting, really just starting, baby steps in this, I think MailChimp is an excellent resource for you to use. And until you have 2,000 emails, it will not cost you a nickel which I think is terrific. So uh, MailChimp is one of the preferred ones that I would recommend you go and get things set up this way. I think Constant Contact has something that is, uh, I don't know if they allow up to 2,000, but, but in my experience, I like what MailChimp offers. I, and, it, and it really seems to pop nice to a lot of the other platforms, which is also important on that. So Yeah, I use it myself, so I agree. Yeah. And then, and once you go over 2000, it will start costing you, but it won't break the bank. And look at, if you've had 2000 fans and friends and followers, this is a good thing. You know, this is a good thing. This is, <laughs> and this is the purpose of your lead magnet. This is why you, you put up whatever you put up um, and then you move along on it. So I think that that's a good idea. All right. So we have about 90 seconds to our next commercial. Oh, but. I would love to have you talk about um, oh, oh, you talk about inside information. And does this tie into what we were just talking about, Michelle, or is that a another game? Oh well, inside information, yeah. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, maybe you have exclusive access to some of the tidbits the author wants to reveal about their book. Um, that I think that's amazing. I mean. Uh, I mean, I, one of the things I love is when I can hear the author's thoughts behind some of the things that they wrote and why they wrote them. So I, I think it makes it personal. It's a way to kind of make it, you get to know the author, be, develop a personal relationship with them in that way. Well, you do. And, you know, the friendships, wonderful friendships um, evolve over that um, and, and coming through. So Inside information. Now, you mentioned also, um, oh, the MP3s. Is, is that is that yeah. would be, be a blog or? Um, and then, what about how much bandwidth do, do these more when you have audio and video on there? Do you need a more extensive? Oh no, 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 not at all. Uh, the video can be hosted at YouTube and just plugged into the website. MP3s, SoundCloud, there's places, well, there's probably book, you know, there's book websites where you can put your MP3s, but MP3s, you know, you might want to record a chapter and maybe that's one of your giveaways or maybe the whole book is, you know, an audio, you know, an, I love that an idea. audio version of your book. An audio book. All right. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. And we're talking websites today. Your guide 
Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hi, we're talking today about websites and creating a stiller website without breaking the bank. I love doing that because I'm one of those have who have paid many thousands of dollars for websites in the past. And, um, and I don't want to do that anymore. And I bet you, you don't want to do it either. So with us is Michelle Renee, and she is the visionary behind streamlined business solutions. And that's what she does. She makes really terrific uh, websites for authors all over the world. 
So we've been talking about a variety of things about the importance of having a you know a lead magnet opt in, uh, keeping how the 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 buzzword for 2019 is simplicity roars, simplicity roars, and you need to have that email capture. So what what I wanted to do is um, talk about some of the components, Michelle, if we can, that also go um, that you might see on tabs, for example in the website. And maybe maybe you should just kind of talk about tabs in general. Okay, sure. So one of the things that you want to make sure that you're including is an event calendar so that people can quickly see where you're going to be speaking and talking about your book. And they can get a copy of your book. Um, blog, of course, is important to an author, so you're going to want to have a blog uh, tab up there. Uh, you know, about the author, let's talk about who you are, what inspires you, why did you write, but not too much, you know. Um, one of the important things when you're designing or thinking about what you want to do with your website is you want it to reflect who you are. Are you an outgoing person? Are you an introvert? You know, so, and I can help with that if you get stuck on how to do that. But, um, yeah, I would say, so some of the more important tabs, obviously, would be what I mentioned about speaking. Uh, good. Another one, you know, if you're uh, a content author, like you give a lot of information, then maybe a resource tab. You know, you may want to do that. Obviously, a media page uh, where you can have your bio or uh, when you're being introduced, like Judith introduced me, she would know what to say. Uh, let's see here. And of course, the book tab, prominent, how can I get your book? And the latest release and how to contact you. Mm -hmm. How do I get a hold of you? Social media links, things like that. Well, I, you know, you mentioned I'm, I'm a, a real bugger on the contact page and and um, I have got my own contact page is extensive on the bookshepherd.com. And, and I literally started off with, if you are impatient, here is my phone number. If you are a snail mail person, here is my address. If you like email, here's where you go. Um, I, I, one of my uh, really button pushers is uh, there's two things that I see routinely if people give me a business card and the print is so small, I can't read it. And I don't need glasses to read, but I can't read it. Um, and there isn't, con there isn't the contact on it. It sends me to a website. So I go to a website and I'm going to the contact page and I have to fill out a freaking form uh, to tell them why I'm contacting them when maybe I was just trying to get an address because I wanted to send them a note that I thought it was terrific to meet them. So don't, I, I think the bottom line is what I'm saying is don't make it difficult. But that contact page is really important. It doesn't mean you can't have that blank to fill out. And, uh, you know, the, the goodie, you know, tell me how many traffic lights is in it so we don't get the robot. But it would be, make sense to have other information. So if people want to call you, they can call you. Um, doesn't mean you have to pick up the phone, but they can call you. They can mail you something. And if you're worried about it's coming to get a P.O. box. I would also say about the tabs that another mistake that some authors or web people make is they put too many tabs. Uh, I once worked, I once redid a website for a client who had every single page in their tab and that was not helpful. Uh, I knew the path that they wanted to lead the uh, visitor down. So we put the prominent tabs at the top 
And then it, you architect it in such a way that you lead them down that path. And I have ways to do that. You know, too many tabs is ugly to me. It, it just gets, it's too convoluted, I think. So, uh, I mean, I know that what you did for our, for the uh, Colorado Authors Hall of Fame, it's, it's really, it's not complicated. And under each one of the tabs is that path that you were talking about. So when they click on it, it'll open up and we can see some other paths that we can go to. It's really simple. And that's the idea. That's what, that's what visitors appreciate. Yep, I think so too. All right, talk about photos. Oh, sure. Yeah, so photos are, photos, a bad photo can downgrade your website. You could do everything right. But if you have bad images and photos on your website, it's going to look like an amateur website. Now I include stock images when they work with me so that they always look nice and, and like professional, but you can take your own if you have the right kind of camera. Um, and also you wanna use a lot of photos because people will not read all the content. They, they'll get overwhelmed if they see a lot of text. So it's very important to break up text with images and also photos are a great way to create a look, a feel. Um, I've worked with some of your authors where the photos have really created a calming effect mm -hmm. because that was the topic of the book. You know, it's calm, it's healing. And, uh, or maybe it's more vibrant. I've worked with some of your authors where some of the books are more like suspenseful, you know, images really can can really give a great a look and feel to the website. I, I love different I love color. I love different images and you are so right. Um, it's, you mentioned a speaking tab and I think authors should all have a speaking tab. So we got to get some pictures of you in action and speaking or maybe people in the audience who are just rapidly interesting to you. So that's when you get your camera out and thank heavens, Michelle, for the high quality smartphones we have today and the cameras in them. Because it's amazing what yeah. you can up for those kind of images to drop in. Yes, but also be aware of your surroundings when you take photos. Candid shots are fine, but you got to be respectful of the people around you if they want to be in an image. And be, you know, be aware of what's around you when you take that photo because you know, it could look cluttered, you know, so, so you know, even though the phone's handy, you still want to use, so you want to make sure you're looking at what you're taking a photo of. So it's a well, good quality I, image. Yeah, I will tell you all, there are filters out there that you can get rid of the background on some of the pictures and bring it in. Um, so that's something that, <laughs> that we can explore in another podcast, but those are out there um, that you can do. So that's kind of exciting on that. But photos have a lot of them. And I think that in working with someone like a Michelle is that give them all you got and, you know, trust their eye um, because they're, 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 I mean, I think Michelle, I think of you as an artist and um, yeah. I am, yeah. And the creativity and I have to trust your eye that you're going to know the kind of placement to bring them in and move them around. Yes, absolutely. That's one of my roles is to help, you know, bring that expertise to the table so that you don't have to try and figure that out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Which is always a good thing, right? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
we have a partner. All right. And and also, you know, and then and, you know, and I'm gonna tell all on me. Michelle did when we built this the Colorado Authors Hall of Fame website, she had dropped in things and then she and she then she hounded me and she did hound me to um uh get in now so and then I could start picking and do replacements because she, you know, she dropped things in and actually a couple of them were home runs. And then we together went out and looked together and said, this will work and this will work. And then we we found every everyone found a home. Right, Michelle? Yeah. You know what I love about working with um, my clients is that it's a collaborative effort. You you thought of things I wouldn't have thought of. I thought of things you didn't think of. By the time each of these are done, it's like this masterpiece. And it's always a reflection of both of us. And I'm, I'm every time I'm baffled at how beautiful they are. And I, if I'd have done it without your input, it wouldn't be as good, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Oh, no question. And 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 so Michelle, for all of you, is right. It, this is the website should be a collaborative effort. And I, and you know, she mentioned earlier in the program uh, that to go out and take a, a scout around uh, at other websites what you like and what you don't like and include design, include colors. It could be tabs. It could be features that it has. Um, it, it could be uh, it fonts. It could be, I, I think it's really important, Michelle. And you know what? I'd love to have you kiss on. Um, we've got about a minute before we go to break, but I would love to have you kiss on um, the whole concept of what goes on that very top banner. And and whether we can, oh. you know, maybe we're going to have to break it here because I have I just got a sign from my producer. I have one minute here, but I think banners, you know, that opening scene, that home page, is so essential. What comes up right away, uh, because I I don't know what the stats are. Maybe you can help me of how long people will drop in to visit uh, a, a website and then they exit. Do you have any numbers on that? Oh, yeah, it's three to seven seconds. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to we're going to we're coming up to our break. So but here's what I want to kind of set the stage here. The, the banner and, and this is where I like to have people go out and scout around to see what their competitors and comparable authors are, are putting up. And is there anything that really snap crackles and pop? That's what you want to tell one of your web designer about. We'll be right back. Our final segment uh, for you. Let's your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book. 
a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles Okay, so final segment, and it's been a fast hour, I think. Lots of solid information, and I wanted Michelle to, it wasn't on her list, but I wanted to come back to it, because this is really the homepage, and one of her reveals was people are out of there in three to seven seconds, max, if they, if they're, if you don't entice them and bring them in, and so what's on that banner is so important, that upper half of that homepage so, Michelle, let's let's kiss that a little bit. Yeah, okay. So, it begins, again, with the architecture or the tabs that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you want to begin with the prominent path you want to take them down. And, you know, on your your website, you know, we have the about. We have, and you have what you want them to do. You know, you have, you, you know, you, you, you know, you need them to nominate. So, that's one of our prominent tabs. You know, and you share events and resources. But, you know, another thing that's really important is that your social media links, you know, are there. Um, sometimes contact information can go right up at the top. The, the main thing you don't want to do is have a lot of text, like a lot of things for them to read, like huge paragraphs of text. That's just not, they're going to leave your website if they can't find what they're looking for in that three to seven seconds, or if they're confused or, or just feel like they're in the wrong place, even like a disconnect. Right. Exactly. And then and it is that disconnect. So that's where color comes into play. And, and I think that you've got a, a your banner needs to reflect you, um, you know, and bring in your vision and all those other things. Oh, you know, and a very clean homepage. You know, I I tell my clients use large, uh, you know, so we use bullets, uh, 
paragraphs, I mean, not paragraphs, but more like bullets, things that can be scanned and comprehended. I know you're a big fan of bold. Bold is great. It's, you know, on the home page, you don't want to put everything and the kitchen sink. This is just a, a teaser to lead you down where you want them to go. Teaser is the right word for it. So everyone, this is, you need to scout around, see what you like, what you don't like. Um, keep in mind that simplicity is is there. I always want to see, if this is an author page, you know what, I want to see your name up there. And you know what else I want to see on your um, on your websites, all of you, is I want you to see a tagline of some sort that um, uh, that it, it, both fiction and nonfiction authors can have taglines. And uh, your fiction could be, you know, what kind of books are you creating? What, what do you do to entice your, uh, your readers? And what do you deliver uh, to them? For us nonfiction people, it's, you know, one of my taglining is, you know, it, it deals with, um, I have a couple from uh, creating uh, books you, you will never regret and, and delivering practical publishing advice and guidance. Okay, that's me. That's what I'm about. Right, Michelle has what what she does, and she she actually delivers practical website guidance and advice. But I I like to see something underneath that. Um, so I want to see your name big. That's why people are coming to see you, and maybe what you deliver to them, whether you have a nice picture or you have uh, you know something else that comes into play. But uh, that banner is just really essential. So I just wanted to drive that in a little bit there yeah, right. and of course on the home page is generally the book <laughs> well but, but if you have a lot of books you're talking to someone with a lot of books i don't have my books on my home page you know and they're maybe i i i don't know where my books are they're they're resources or maybe there's a book page true so um that's what i would suggest that kind of thing all right mobile Let's talk about the mobile unit, if we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny that we still have to talk about that. But, uh, yes. so, you know, what I find is sometimes people um, have websites that are dating back a few years. So maybe they didn't think mobile back then. So I'm going to share a couple of statistics that are uh, interesting. I think a lot of people get it, but I'll still share these statistics. So uh, it's not optional anymore obviously it's mandatory and uh, you know as far back as late 2015 mobile web traffic surpassed desktop for the first time we're talking four years ago this happened so more than 40 percent of all transactions are carried out on smartphones phones so transactions being purchases 46 mm -hmm. percent of those who have had a bad experience with a mobile site State that they will not revisit that site again to purchase anything from them in the future. And more than 87% of internet users are now smartphone users. 87%. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So clearly, mobile and also Google now gives priority in their search results on a phone to a mobile friendly website. So if you do not have a mobile friendly website, and someone's searching for you on their phone, your website's not likely going to come up in the top of the search. 
that is. And the other thing is, though, but what about, I mean, I actually had an email uh, this morning from someone who said, I love all your information, but it takes me so long to load it. And I, and I finally said, what browser? I haven't heard back from him. Um, but I said, what browser are you using or what version? Because some of that, you know, there's a stoppage uh, that whatever whatever they're on could be part of the problem, too. At least I think so. Well, load load speed. So, you know, I get a lot of people who talk to me about search engine optimization. And one of the things that they don't take into consideration that Google does is how quick your website loads. Yeah. So if your website isn't loading fast, then you're also going to be penalized by Google. They will actually knock you down a peg on their search results. So mm-hmm. there's there's a few factors, but um, load speed is very important because there's that three to seven second uh, window again. Mm-hmm. And you and you have that now. There, there are. Um, do you use any sites to check up uh, that that are available to the general public for checking out load capability when you're working on things? Yeah, just go into Google and and type in, you know, website load speed, and they have their own that you can test. So um, you could just put in like Google website load speed, like built that that search phrase, yep. and uh, there's something called developers for Google, and you can open that up, and they've got a lot of developer tools. And anybody can use them. You just put your URL in there and it'll tell you Google. And that's what you want to use. You want to use Google to do that because they're, they're the ones that, that are taking that into consideration. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that, I think everyone, that's your homework. <laughs> you need to um, <laughs> um, really get on that and pay attention to it. So you can see, yeah, I mean, what's going on. Google's got a lot of great tools, and you can even have them test your mobile, and let they'll give you an opinion on whether they feel like your website's mobilized enough or not. You know, there's ways to do that too. Um, and I, look, at, I'm I'm someone that uses my cell phone, my mobile phone, whatever you want to call it, all the time to check on whether it's I am, you know, buying tickets to go to the movies or I'm making reservations for a restaurant, or I'm checking on Amazon for something. I mean, I'm, I, or websites, or I read newspapers on my phone. So I don't read books on my phone, but you know, I will, I will hit the morning paper very quickly on my phone first thing in the morning on that to see what's going on. And then maybe read a couple of columns. So it's it's realizing that the world is using them everywhere. And if you're saying that 87% of, of any user and an author is in that category and their readers are in that category, they're using their phones. Your website has got to be smart. It's got to be user-friendly and it needs to be checked. So do it today. And also, it's a good idea, I think, Michelle, uh, to probably do it at least once a year to see if you're still on tap because Steve, you know, stuff can slow down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Things change all the time. All right. So last but not least, we've got like two and a half minutes left here. That <clears throat> So should, um, and you mentioned this earlier, so let's, let's just kind of circle back here. Should you try to do your own website yourself or have a pal do it? Or does it make sense to play 
uh, and work with someone like you. And I'm saying, of course, you don't do the do it yourself. Um, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why, even if you're really good, if you're a real geek and get all this stuff, you probably don't have the graphic sense. You probably don't have the creativity and you may be too close to your own project to really do an effective job. Is that appropriate to oh, say? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, even myself, I have to have people look at my own website and give me feedback because I'm so close to the project. And, you know, there are some places where you can build for free, but what happens then is they own your website. And so if you're building it on a platform where, um, and it isn't really free, I, I, there's usually a monthly fee, but um so you're doing the work, but they own your website. So if you ever want to separate yourself from that company, you have to then rebuild your website outside of their platform and start over again. Oh, ugh. <laughs> that sounds right. like a, uh, on that. All right. So how, how often should, uh, just a, a couple of wrap-up questions, how, how often should people um, uh, do updates to their websites? I mean, like a makeover. Well, Google likes, oh, a makeover. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, I think that's why the simpler design is nice because it doesn't look dated. Like, you know, with the bells and whistles that are trends, then your website's going to look dated, like the flash that used to be popular years ago. Um, you know, so it's better not to go too trendy, and then that way it will stand the test of time. I would say updates obviously would be things like you're coming out with a new book, you know, then yeah, we definitely, you're definitely going to want to put that on your website. All right. We're um, gonna have to Michelle, we're going to have to stop. We're at the end of the show. Guess what? We're going to have to do it again. Okay. Right. <laughs> an annual event. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or no, no, less than an annual event. All right, everyone. Websites should be you. Contact Michelle at uh, info at streamlineyourbiz.net. Have a great writing and publishing week. Part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets. And so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.